0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 33 of Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host.
1: What a do? what a do? This is Jalen Prince.
0: All right, man. So before we get into anything, I want to preface one thing. So this was, this previous episode, or um, the one we did last week, was recorded before the College Football National Championship. So my take on TCU beating Georgia um was remarkably incorrect. <laughs> I need to issue an apology to the UGA faithful once again for the second time uh this season. My bad for doubting y'all. Um that Kirby smart speech had me wanting to run through a wall. Like that was incredible, Jalen. I don't know if you heard that, but that was I,
1: I heard I heard the speech. Uh for, look, for a quick bit, then I then I went some and then I went somewhere else. So like hey, that, look, uh, I, I
0: respect it. it. I thought TC was gonna put more of a fight. Uh, they did not. It just goes to show the difference – and here's uh, some people are gonna agree with me on this, some people aren't. It goes to show the difference of talent between the SEC and the next closest division. So again, UGA, my bad for the second time in a row. Probably not going to doubt y'all again, um, but <laughs> yeah, that, that was on me. So there's my apology. We got that out of the way. I don't know if y'all, follow, for those of us who follow, or for those of you who follow us on Twitter, you saw that I was kind of hinting at the fact that when this episode was, this previous episode was going to come out, uh, there was a historically bad take from one of us and it was me. Yeah. So my bad.
1: It's all, It's all right. Like, I think... <laughs> I think they're gonna enjoy the. I think Georgia fans will enjoy the apology. Um, yeah. But I, most of them that know that know us, they know that's the Florida Gator in you.
0: Oh, for sure, but also like it. It, it is, and it, it's been beaten into me at a very early age that you know we don't like UGA, but we do respect SEC teams, and that's the way the SEC goes. You know.
1: That's the same with Bama fans, except no, 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 no. Uh, that's the, that's a little bit of the same with Bama fans. Here's the Unless it's Auburn. Auburn or LSU.
0: Yep. There's always and we of are
1: not rooting for nobody.
0: Yeah, I'll give you that. So, anyways, it's kind of us in Kentucky, too. We don't like Kentucky. But we'll move on. So, that's over. We'll see what the – or what, you know, there's a bunch of transfer portal stuff. We'll get into in another time. But what we need to get into, wild card weekend. And I know – you know that I am thrilled how this game turned out you was happy
1: uh it, uh you're gonna go like hit uh, for those it's that, very, the for, for those that know and no like and for those that don't you're living under a rock as my as my colleague would say the like the Jaguars won their first playoff dating back to what twenty thirteen. No, yes
0: me. it was the uh, it was Doug Marone's first year
1: yeah like y'all y'all and not only did y'all do it y'all overcame a twenty seven point deficit
0: yep it's the third my largest f- comeback in uh playoff history
1: my friend take it away <laughs> and i'll and I'll go a different route you take it away as far as from the jag standpoint, I'll talk about it from
0: a charger standpoint on what yeah, I Yeah, and that's fair. So, I mean, here, here's my biggest thing. And I was – for the whole game, I was uh, messaging our buddy Jim over at Fan of the Fan on Twitter. For those who don't know, it is, it, it's me who is in charge of the Twitter account and if you haven't seen all the Jags propaganda from the last two weeks. So, I apologize for that. But as long as we're still in it, it's going to happen, um, which may not be very long. Uh, however, Trevor has never lost on Saturday. So, we'll see. But that's a whole other thing for a whole other day. What I do want to get into is – how just the game starting from the beginning could not have gone worse. You have four interceptions, five total turnovers. One of them is not Trevor's fault, which was the first one, but it is what it is. And then the punt that hit our uh, gunner in the head, that, that's a freak accident. And I, that's, I'm going to let it go. It is what it is that happened. I was messaging just to read some of the tweets between Jim and myself going back and forth. Like they were, they were bad. I was just, I was furious. I was miserable to be around. <laughs> it got I can the- only imagine. <laughs> so basically, what we were doing is I, I'm just I'm watching the game. I've got neighbors who live beneath me. So I am I'm furious. Like I'm pretty sure you could see steam come out of my ears just because there's nothing else I could do at this point. And then we have that touchdown drive going in halftime. So I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe there's something here because we are a second half team. And the defense showed up. The defense showed up all game. The defense is the reason why we've been in these games for so long. And the offense finally woke up. And I don't know how the plane or I don't know what kind of car Doug Peterson drives to hold his giant nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and comfortably. I, I believe I
1: believe it's sponsored by the Ford F-150. Or oh, either,
0: my God. Or either, a,
1: or either John Deere
0: tractor. What a fourth down play call, man. Unbelievable. Just an absolutely incredible game. The second half was night and day, and it's, I don't know if it's, you know, is Staley somehow a distant cousin of Shanahan? Is Lombardi a distant cousin? I don't know. But they, he, okay, here's the thing that always gets me. It it wasn't the fact that the Chargers gave up the game. The Jaguars also took that game back. And before we get into anything at all, there are Chargers fans who I've seen. They said, oh, it was bad officiating. Yeah, it was bad officiating across the board. I will give you Juwan Taylor's false start, and I will give you a couple holdings. But you will have to also give me plenty of pass interference calls. There were plenty of holdings on both sides. There was a ton of no calls in that game that could have gone either way. Also, you can't tell me Gerald Everett's catch was a catch because it wasn't. And, you know, it, again, is what it is. Moving on. Game's over. We won. I'm happy. You guys are sad. But it, we're all good. The thing is, Joey Bosa cost them a drive. For sure.
1: Not, uh, not his best day.
0: No, and you you can't lose. I get it. You're passionate. You're angry. You can't lose your head like that. And it wasn't just. Jo- he's blaming the refs. It wasn't just the refs' fault. You can't just blame the refs on that. Your offense got Stonewall in the second half, y'all only put up three points, three points, and the defense gave up 20 y'all gave up 24 points in the second half. That is the offense taking your freaking lunch money. And that is the defense robbing your offense blind. That was absolutely incredible. Great play calling. I'm I'm not even mad. I just wish y'all wouldn't do that to my blood pressure. Um, I don't have much of a hairline left, as it or as it is. And if this keeps going, I'm gonna be bald by the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> man, that was crazy. An unbelievable game. An absolutely unbelievable game. So I mean, props yeah. everybody. And prop again. And one more thing. Props to the man for going to Waffle House after the win. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. My I, man I, went I, to Waffle House. I, I, after didn't the think, game. I didn't
1: think it was real until like, uh, I'm saying, man, that's a girl that look like Trevor. I said, oh snap, that is Trevor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My man went to Waffle House after the game. I'm, I love it. If love
1: that it. ain't the most Atlanta thing and like, in like of all, of all time.
0: And here's the thing. Now here's the thing. I got one more thing. So apparently, they this is. This is completely news, because we are a news show, sir. Um, do you know what he ordered? Because they leaked it. What do he order? My man got the, the Texas cheesesteak melt uh, with uh, cheese on his hash browns and a pecan waffle, which is an elite order. Pecan. He <laughs> hey, look. We, I've heard it the best way ever. They are pecans when you're buying them and pecans when you're selling them.
1: You know what? I'll let you have that. <laughs> I'll let you have that. I'll let you know. Mind you, we both from the South. I hey, grew-
0: they're interchangeable, man. It, it is what it is. That, that is a different fight that nobody needs All to right. have. But anyways, game was incredible. I'm looking forward to Kansas City. Um, shout out to my boy Kendall, who's a Chiefs fan. I can't wait to see what happens this week. All right. Um,
1: but like uh, before we get there, you you made your little soliloquy.
0: Mm-hmm. Now it's my turn. Let's do it.
1: Let's get on to the Chargers. First mm-hmm. things first. Brandon Staley, uh according to reports, that he is going to keep his job, but the Chargers did fire Joe on uh, Joe Lombardi, uh, the OC and the uh, and the quarterback. quarterbacks coach. So somebody had to go given the twenty seven point lead. A lot. Of I wouldn't have let
0: assume. them on the plane.
1: A lot, a lot, I, a lot of them. <laughs> some, a lot of them assumed <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. it was going to be Staley, yep. but the NFL. A lot of people I think I think the NFL and the owners are tired of uh, having to spend a whole bunch of money to a bunch of fired quarterbacks and they still got years left on their contract. So yep. I, I guess it's a smart move by about the is going to wait that out. But it also means that Sean Payton is not coming to LA.
0: And this man so, though right now Staley We'll is, get we'll
1: we'll get it, we'll get into the whole Sean Payton thing late, uh, later on. Oh yeah.
0: Staley's on the hottest of hot seats right now cuz if he doesn't deliver a playoff one next year, it's over.
1: Yeah, yeah we know. But anyway, that's Staley on his point. He made a lot of mistakes, but mm-hmm. here's the thing: Staley's always been a guy that's taken a lot of chances, and he get, right. get ridiculed for it. He didn't take a whole lot of chances in that game. He got he's getting ridiculed. He's getting ridiculed for it. it. It's just like you can see, it's just not working out. The fact that you're a defensive-minded coach, you got a lot of talent on that defense now, albeit they are they've been through a, a boatload of injuries, especially dealing with Joey Bosa, um, who missed a good chunk of the season. Mm-hmm. I get all that but uh, i get all that you have the talent and you're not able to produce with it so a lot of blame got it beyond that but to me that's 40 percent of the blame mm-hmm. to be honest um, yeah that's about 40 percent actually 38 the two percent is just bad luck mm-hmm. let me get to the rest of the 60 percent. and folks here's my philosophy Especially when it comes to the society in which we give credit and blame to star quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are responsible for the results and outcome of games about 60 to 70 percent of the time. Rare occasions, 80 to 90. Justin, Her- Justin Herbert got to take this one. He he's gotta, gotta take he, he gotta take this one.
0: He's gotta take and the majority for sure.
1: Think about this. Justin Herbert has been the poster, the poster child, and I want to quote, uh, I want to try to like help out uh Emmanuel Acho as much as I can as far as on quotations. He's been the poster child for social media for so long. Right. He's extremely talented. He's a top five talent among quarterbacks. Without question, he is not a top five quarterback in this current state and time.
0: No, he needs somebody to come develop him. That's Let the problem. He's finish. the only one who hasn't taken a step no, forward. No, no, sorry, no, 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 Let me finish. Do you think? Sorry,
1: you can blame the defense. Yes, you can blame the injuries on the offensive line. Yep, you could do all that, but you're up twenty-seven to zero. Mm-hmm. The hurt offensive line, the defense—they didn't overthrow. They didn't overthrow Ken Allen. To be able to put you up 30, that possibly would have sealed the game. We've only seen two, in all the history of football, we've only seen two 30 30-point comebacks. Last time I checked, the Chargers are not the Colts. Justin Herbert is not Mike Ryan. At least we hope he's not. <laughs> Herbert, was that too. here's how I knew the Jags were back in it. The moment they did not score 30 before halftime, and mm-hmm. the moment – Trevor Lawrence and the Jags was able to get a touchdown to cut it on 27 to 7. I said, the Jags are back in this. This game is not over. Mm-hmm. And then you go to halftime, and then you go the whole second half, you only scored three. Last time Mike said, and this is why I'm so critical on Matt Ryan. People want to blame other things for comebacks. Defense got to get stops. Um, I think – Correct me if I'm wrong. In football, when you score, whether it's a field goal, a touchdown, or um, you're supposed to kick the ball back, which means your opponent receives the ball back. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me, while your opponent is having come is making a comeback, a run, you can only muster up three points.
0: Exactly. It, it's two-sided. And I
1: get it. Credit all to the ja- Credit all to the Jags defense, for doing what they were supposed to do. But you're Justin Herbert. You had a bunch of third-down conversions. You got them to the red zone on numerous occasions. And you only mustered – and you was only able to muster up three points. You missed Rose the Kenny Allen that would have been for a touchdown. You had to throw one out of bounds – you had to throw one out of bounds on the third, on the third and goal that set up a field goal. It, too, bad, too bad Dicker the kicker missed it. And then after that, you had a chance – you had a chance to win it after, like the game after the game gets top. What was it? Only up one, down and down one, or I think so, yeah.
0: No, so it was. Uh, you said, or um, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. No, they um Jaguars. I think they were only down a couple points because it was thirty. It was, was thirty-one thirty.
1: Yep, thirty-one thirty. Yeah, yep, so yeah, yeah. So you had a chance to close out the drive. You did. Mm-hmm. You got. You the had ball a chance back. to force them to score you had a, a chance touchdown. To do it. You have elite top five level talent. You are not a top five quarterback. He can be. And a lot of people, especially on social media, believe he will be or he already is. But where are the wins? When are we going to say they won this game because of him? At least 60 to 70% because of him. Mm-hmm. We got to start looking at him like that. A lot of people have. And if you do that, you're going to get ridiculed by it. Yep. I get all of that, and I don't want to take nothing away from the Jaguars, but Justin Herbert and the Chargers, you're up 27 to zip. You had the game under control. All you had to do was score one more point, be up by 30, and the game is yours, and you did not get it done. Brandon Staley, also- Brandy Staley, he's 40% responsible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 2 he's 38% responsible. 2% was bad luck. The 60, that's on your quarterback. Because you did get him there. You got him to you got him to the promised land. You got in, in uh, use and use a farming metaphor. You got the cows to the pond. <laughs> they wasn't drinking. They just looked at it
0: and like to your point like you make a good point now i also want to put some of the blame on lombardi too because i mean it this game the, the chargers offense wasn't a game of inches it was a game of hitches because i have never seen more hitch routes run by an offense in a second half in a very long time herbert should not it, like you are literally you are playing um shout out to brent and the guys over at uh 1420 podcast too they made a good point about this you are literally you're, you're playing against the clock at this point. You shouldn't be throwing the ball. You should be running the ball, getting the play clock down to two seconds, and just eating clock.
1: You have a top ten running back on your team. Austin Eckler is a top ten. He ain't yeah. five. like because one of my dogs at the radio station that I work at, he explained, he gave me his top five list. I can't put I can't put Austin Eckler above none of them.
0: No, but Eckler's a top ten back for sure. He's a
1: top ten back. The dude can run the thing. I get that you're hurt on offensive line, but that. But then again, I am gonna put. Okay, scratch that. Thirty-eight percent go to the coach staff. Mm -hmm. So again, that thirty-eight percent, you got to find a way to be able to scheme your guys open. But here's the also the unfair part of it. But this is the business of football. You're a star quarterback. You're a franchise quarterback. They put all the faith in you. It ain't fair. It ain't right. But that's the business of it. You got to deliver.
0: You have to deliver because it's your.
1: It's one thing. And it's one thing where. You're in a shootout, back and forth, like Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Like, I score, you score. I score, you score. I score, you score. It's one thing if it's like that because you're answering all the calls. Your defense can't get no stop. Then you're forgiven. But you was up 27, and then they came all the way back, and you only mustered up three points in the second half. Exactly. That's on you.
0: So, Not you was-
1: alone. But majority of that, sixty percent, that's on
0: the quarterback, and the quarterback takes the blame like that because you you touch the ball every offensive snap, so that's that's on you. It's your job to make sure everybody's lined up. You are the general of this team at this point, at least the offensive side. Yep. And we talked about this in the Zach Wilson episode where he was, you know, saying, "Oh, it's you know, not my fault that we didn't move the ball." It absolutely, (laughs) absolutely, is your fault. So I mean, look, and I don't want to spend too much more time on this because we've we've definitely we got gone other all the way got, on this.
1: Yeah, we got other games to talk about. But and it was he's not the only quarterback that I, uh, he's not the only quarterback that I got to that I got to run against. I'll,
0: we'll we'll lay into a couple people. What, that was I, I want to touch on somebody after this, but like, look, I it, it's there are I, I want to leave it at this. There are no unwritten rules in football. There are unwritten rules no, in yeah. baseball. There's no unwritten rules in football. There's there, a few, so there but are a few. There's not many. That, like, delib-
1: like like deliberately injuring somebody, trying to injure somebody. That's an unwritten mm-hmm. rule. Well, that's a written yeah. and unwritten rule.
0: Exactly. But the, the the point I'm trying to make is, like, in baseball, you know, you kind of, if you're up by, like, you know, if you're up like Toronto was in the Red Sox earlier or late in the season and you put up 28 on them, Yeah, you, you kind of, you, you know, you'll switch hit or something. Like, you'll kind of let it go to make the Indians go by quicker to get this over with. In football, you step on their throats, and you don't let up. Yep. San Diego didn't let up. Or San Diego let up. That was part of the issue. Los Angeles. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Chargers let up. That's part of the issue. But that's, again, we're moving on. I want to talk about, uh, I I can't, I'm still going to call him by most of his government, uh, Mr. Daniel Jones. If he wins, if, if he beats Philly. He's not beating Philly. He won't. But if he beats Philly, I he's will. Not Philly. I will resign to call him Danny Dimes.
1: I'm not calling him that. It's the same thing with Jimmy and with Jimmy Garoppolo. I refuse to call that dude Jimmy. I Dimes. will
0: only call him Danny you Dimes if he earn beats Philly. Your
1: nicknames.
0: He he played good. I, I, you got to earn him.
1: Now, Daniel Jones, he's earned like he's done good. Mm-hmm. Now, if he beat, if he if he's able to make a run and continue to get better, and he's able to carry this type of momentum. In this type of production, into next season, there mm-hmm. was the nickname. But as of right now, he's still Daniel Jones.
0: And the Vikings choked, I'm guessing Kirk Cousins is the other quarterback? Yep. <laughs> with that three-yard check down.
1: No, no, Have I not been consistent? <laughs> Haven't I not been consistent? <laughs> you cannot. As much as I say you can't trust an LSU running back, You, I don't trust Kirk Cousins with a stick. I don't trust He's Kirk Cousins after 1 p.m. Stats,
0: but he ain't the type of guy that moves the needle. He's not a dog. He, it's Okay, I, I will, it, here's what he does. Kirk Cousins, because he is now responsible for one of the biggest comebacks and the biggest comeback in NFL history. Question, I, what's the
1: animal that lives in the Antarctic, basically in ice? Not a penguin. A polar bear? Yeah, we call him a polar bear. <laughs> I mean, he wearing all the ice and stuff.
0: I'll give you that. All right, I'll give you that. Kirk Kirk Thuggins shows up every now and then. But, like, look, here's my thing. Kirk Cousins is literally – he is a quarterback who will be a bum for the bulk of the season. But then he has, like, maybe four games out of the 17-game stretch where you look at him and you go, okay, I see what everybody sees. And then he goes and does something like this. I think I, here's the thing. Oh, my God.
1: I think – when the Cowboys had uh, one of the top offenses in football, uh, but they were losing, it was called empty calories. Bro, Kirk Cousins don't have a bunch of empty calorie, uh, calorie <laughs> games, especially in the big ones, mm-hmm. I don't know. what I don't know. I, I, no. I, I, like, this This dude, if it's a regular season game and not all of America's watching, he could dominate. Yeah. He could dominate. He he could do his thing. But the moment where all eyes of America is, is going to be watching on you. You're the game of the week. You're the most important game. Outside of Buffalo game cuz I give him credit for Buffalo fumble on um, fumble they dropped the ball on that one. Yep. Literally. <laughs> Buffalo gave that one up. But credit yes, like, to Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins for doing their thing on that one. Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins is not going to win not going to win the game. Now the Vikings' defense has gone awful. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. i to give you that. But at the same time, Kirk Cousins did not answer.
0: No. And I will credit give
1: credit. T.J. He did his thing. He did mm-hmm. what he was supposed to do. Kirk Cousins did some good things. But, it, it, but there was not one point in that game where I felt like once the Giants kept answering, once Saquon looked like a top five running back again, Once Daniel Jones was feeding a bunch of wide receivers that would be four strings anywhere else that got true number one receivers. Mm -hmm. Once he did that, I had no faith whatsoever without the refs throwing a flag for uh, a bogus call that Kirk Cousins and the Vikings were gonna win that game.
0: That was a horrible call. So right now, the
1: Vikings, they're stuck with Kirk Cousins. That contract is there. There's nothing they can do. This is what they are. They can win the division. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Going next year, I got more faith in the Lions than I do than I do the Vikings next year.
0: And I like the Lions. We went over this a couple of weeks ago. I like the Lions.
1: But and yeah, we, this is what Minnesota is right now.
0: Here and so I division I, titles I,
1: is all they're gonna get. They're not winning no. T- they're not winning no championship with Kirk Cousins. No.
0: And I want to use this to lead to something else because this is a prime example of why this system doesn't always work. So in Minnesota, you have. Two fantastic receivers. And Cole You have weather. a great young tight end.
1: And cold weather.
0: And cold weather. You have a phenomenal running back. And cold weather. You have a solid O line.
1: And cold weather.
0: And you have a very mediocre. Okay, that offensive line
1: ain't solid.
0: It's decent. It's not. It's not a bad O line. It's a decent O line. Now we talked about this last week. It's an- we talked about this a while ago. Where what you can have an okay quarterback if the weapons around you are stellar. The only issue is consistency. Now the dude who's been consistent, and we're not going to get into your game. Seattle, San Francisco, Brock Purdy's the dude.
1: Brock Purdy, yeah.
0: Brock Purdy, mind, mind,
1: mind you. Anybody that knows me. I don't like I don't like the Niners, but I got I respect them more than any other division opponent in my division.
0: Exactly. I hate
1: the Rams with a burning passion. Mm. I can't hate the Cardinals because they breeded Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Not one football fan can hate Larry Fitzgerald. God no. I've never met one.
0: No, everybody loves Larry.
1: I bet you if anybody watched the Boondocks, state meter can't even hate Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ruckus, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> but
0: stick couldn't even hit, uh, hit there sure. Well, let's put it this way. I, I want to quote them, too. I was actually talking to a buddy of mine about this today. One of my favorite quotes in that show, and we can look at inter, or, uh, inter-conference rivalries, too. Uh, Game-recognized game, and the Cardinals are looking real unfamiliar right now. <laughs>
1: We'll talk about them another show, but right yeah. now we got to address the Seahawks um, like and Niners. Look, how Seahawks showed up. They did what they, they did. were supposed to do. Absolutely. I said, I, when I was looking at the game and the way we were performing, defense actually played pretty good, like for, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I was saying to myself, we had to play perfect. Mm-hmm. We had to play perfect if we wanted to beat them. The moment Nick Bosa was able to get back there in the backfield and force the fumble, that was it. It was over. That was it. Cause we couldn't stop him after that momentum has shifted um but good look dk something about the playoffs with dk metcalf i love it i
0: yeah, it's love great.
1: it he shows up in the playoffs so we got something to build off of Geno's gonna be back another year hopefully we draft a quarterback somewhere or like the second late round i'm hoping that we draft hidden hooker he's coming off of acl he got a tremendous talent even though he's coming off the acl injury we know what he could do when he when he like when he learns in the system we got a good system with Shane Waldron. Hopefully, we'll be able to keep him. Offensively, I think we're going to be set for the future. Our defense has got to get fixed. Pete Carroll even talked about it at the end of the game where the talent disparity between Seattle and the Niners is it, it, it's not even close. That gap is wide. That gap oh, is huge. wider than an 18-wheeler that has on the back part that says, "wide load? <laughs> it is that wide.
0: It's huge. It, it's Georgia TCU wide.
1: So hopefully we'll be able to like improve it a little bit. We're not going to be able to fix it in one off season. I don't believe uh, John Snyder and Pete Kerr can fix that in one offseason. It's going to take, it's going to take about like two or three, um, but we got to make the right draft picks. We got two first round draft picks this year. One's in the top five. So, you know, that's going to be a start. That's one. The next thing is that, that, that that's the Seattle, um, Plus, we got a lot of bright spots, a lot, a lot of bright young talent on on, mm-hmm. on, on our team. So that's that's for Seattle. Um, this season, very surprised, did what we're supposed to do.
0: Yeah, Niners. That's for big the big.
1: Niners. No, they beat I, the crap out. Of them. They, they, they 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 are going to beat the. They're gonna beat the Cowboys. Oh, the one down. stars. That, that that's, that's gonna be dominant. I'll be shocked that the, uh, the Niners don't dominate. Here's the reason why. Niners front is better than um better than Dallas's. Not one per. You can't double team Nick Bosa because you nope. got to worry about Armstead, Ken Law, Drake Jackson, if he if he's able to play, or whoever's on the other side of Nick Bosa. You got to block that man. You got and to block a Defensive Player of the Year. And, and they, they have it. a kicker. <laughs> that's the defense. Not to mention that ain't. That's only half of it. That's only one third. The second got a dog who can make extra it, points. Fred one ain't Greenlaw.
0: No. Yeah. There's they, some they,
1: dogs. They're fast. Tony Pollard, I give him uh, tremendous respect on his speed and playmaking. Fair one, fair one and green, uh, Greenlaw, they're going to have something to say. They're not going to shut it down, but they're going to clank that thing.
0: You got Baby Palomalo.
1: Now, CD, I think he can have a good day because the secondary is not that great, even though mm-hmm. Talanoa uh, Tala Ufanga is uh, ba- yeah, Baby Palomalo. He, he's, he's been tremendous. He's the all-pro this season. Shout, mm-hmm. I like credit to him. Uh, the secondary is not shut down per se. That's only because the front is that elite. It's gonna make sure that the quarterback's not gonna have time.
0: Well, so and that's the I, I, the two. I agree
1: with that. Offensively, mm-hmm. it's Kyle Shanahan. Brock Purdy just gotta fall, unfall um, in line, do his thing. But mainly, he ain't got to do too much. Kyle no, leave on the weapons. Cause you're gonna tell me you know, like he. I understand Mike McCarthy. He's won a Super Bowl. He had Aaron Rodgers. Kyle Shanahan's a better coach than Mike McCarthy. We all know that. He's going to scheme, He's no, gonna scheme that thing out. better. I give, credit, I give credit to Dan Quinn and the defense for what they did against Brady and them. But they struggled stopping the run against Green Bay. What do you think the Niners are going to do with Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Brandon, IU? Hey, I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, George Kittle gets a rushing touchdown. Because be they, got package, they got packages for that. I'll make a long story short. Niners gonna dominate that game because they're gonna control that ground. Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy's gonna be able to do the thing, and not to mention dog no, Brock Purdy and um Brock Purdy and George Kittle, they got a connection. Kittle was back. Remember back when it was between remember it yep. was uh Travis Kelsey and Kittle, they yep. were by themselves as far as being the best tight ends. Kittle fell yeah, off a little bit, he's bad.
0: Kittle's bad. bad. So and we'll touch on we'll, we'll touch on Dallas or um we'll touch on Dallas and Tampa real quick. Tom didn't look good. He looked Tom old. Did, Tom did he 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 threw, a lot ground, he threw
1: a lot of ground balls dog. He looked he looked old. Now I'm not saying he's done. Like a lot of people say, like he should retire. No, he's, he's not done. Down. I'm gonna be honest with you. He can't retire after that.
0: No, he he's not done. He he's gonna here
1: here and I'm speaking as a cowboy hater. Tom Brady. You cannot retire after that,
0: no. Because God, if no. you
1: do, cowboy fans are gonna be uh, are gonna be gloating, whether they win the Super Bowl or not. They Tom, I need They're to be the year, and man. say we are the ones who ended Tom Brady's career. No,
0: God no, we Tom Brady.
1: Not have that.
0: No, and Tom Brady. I know, huge huge fan of the show. Clearly, uh, <laughs> we need. I I need you another got, year out of you, man.
1: Care where you go.
0: I need but a year.
1: You cannot let that sit on no. your resume. You can no, let God, the Rams no. do it because they went on to win the Super Bowl. That was a better team. Mm-hmm. And you played great. You cannot go out like that today. Nah,
0: No, Dallas fans are obnoxious enough, and that's coming from a Jaguars fan. And they're egotistical you
1: can't. as hell.
0: Mm-hmm. He you can't, can't let that move. happen.
1: Now we gotta talk about the Cowboys.
0: Well, well, yeah, we'll 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 talk about it real quick because we'll get in and out of the Cowboys. Dan Quinn uh, did
1: his thing. He had, yep. a, he had a, a brilliant play call. Uh, one more thing on Tampa Bay. I feel bad for Byron Love and um yeah and, uh, and um Todd Bowles. Yep. You you ask for African Americans to get head coaching jobs and stuff like this happens. You, you hate to see it. Uh but anyway, back to Dallas. Um. Hey, they want... Quinn did his thing. Michael did his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, off Dak De- and office did his thing. But
0: y'all want? They San Francisco. They gonna get it?
1: They not gonna San Francisco. Oh God! I, no, I, I refuse to. Be, I refuse to believe that not the Niners are gonna let them Jokers come in there and, t- and like take that no. And like, dog. A lot of Cowboy fans think they gonna outweigh outweigh like have more fans in uh, have more fans than Levi than not the Niners.
0: Really oh,
1: are you out your mind?
0: <laughs> Did you they can't. not
1: see what the dog? The look at the last few away games for the 49ers.
0: Hey, the Bay Area is strong. You you can't you can't come for the Bay I Area.
1: Cowboy fans were everywhere. The Niners are everywhere.
0: If the Niners will there, ride, there, through there the,
1: are goals in them. dead heels.
0: The nine. If the Niners will ride through the bad years of Alex Smith, do you think they're gonna let the good years slip by? Hey,
1: the is with, who the heck? Who the heck is Nick Mullins?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole conversation for another day. But look, they're here. I want to touch. We got to touch on the last game. The Bengal, well, the Bills, too. The Bills snuck by uh, Miami. That game was. I, I'm
1: a be. I'm a be. I'm a be that guy right now. Mm-hmm. If two will play, if two plays, Dolphins win.
0: Yeah. No, I will give you that. I give you that for sure. Tyler Thompson
1: didn't play bad. He didn't move no. the needle.
0: No, he didn't. And it's. And also, and,
1: Mike Mike McDaniels, he showed some rookie coaching in that game as well.
0: Exactly. And, like, because we don't have a ton of time left, I'll touch on these two games briefly. I honestly think the Bills and the Bengals were looking ahead at this week's matchup because they knew it was going to happen, which is why the Bengals barely snuck by the Ravens. Um, And I, I do agree with uh, J.K. Dobbins on that. If Lamar's playing, they win that game. But y'all win. leave that man alone for not playing that game?
1: No, they won't because they hurt, they hurt that they lost. But here's the thing. Don't blame Lam- you can blame Lamar you want, but
0: deep down, you know. Oh, like be, I'm not like, look, RG3 makes some wild claims. Sometimes he's right. Sometimes he's wrong. But this time he was right. I don't know if you saw him. He, him. He, yeah, they should have. But he tweeted out a picture of uh, yep. him in the knee brace. I
1: remember. I watched that game.
0: And it ruined his career. And it's a similar injury. No, him like, not. I'm,
1: that and also him not learning how to slide. Let's be, uh, let's be honest. That I'm too. That,
0: that too. But that's a different thing. But he again, he shouldn't have played with a bum knee. And Lamar's being smart. He wants to get paid. He wants He's making to make business know.
1: decisions. Now the, exactly. the only business decisions that I don't agree with your mother's your agent. You cannot yeah. have family members as your agent representing you.
0: No, and you can't tell your mom no either. Yes, you can. <laughs> when it comes to your health,
1: from a distance, you can tell. Them. <laughs> make sure that make sure there's like four hundred pound plexiglass in front of it, and you are. And she's in Baltimore, but you're back home in Florida.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you got earplugs. Ear but now,
0: Bengals and Bills were looking forward to this week. I, I don't th- – th- those were just they, – they weren't great games. But anyways, we, we spent a lot of time on that predictions. Let's get into this real quick. So, starts out, Jaguars, Chiefs. Who you got?
1: Chiefs Chiefs about 14, but it's going to be a tough game. Them Jags, them Jags are going to fight it tooth and nail. And not to mention – I won't be surprised if Jags be able to pull up off an upset on this one because Trevor Lawrence does not lose on Saturdays.
0: I've been making this joke every okay beginning. I won't of the be year, surprised
1: about it, but I, I I can't see it. I, Patrick Mahomes not going out like that. Not no, not yeah. not the not the fir- not the first round.
0: Not- no, he, here's my thing. As a Jags fan, going into every game, I am cautiously optimistic. I'm once again cautiously optimistic.
1: Well, we I would
0: not be. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if we lost. But also, I, I look, screw it. Jazz at the Super Bowl at this point. Why not? Let, let's have a wild year. You sound like a
1: Cowboys fan right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: look, I'm not that delusional, but hey, why not at this point? I'm not saying it because I like Cowboys fans say it at the beginning of the every year and they're serious about it. I say it at the beginning of the year. I know.
1: I know. They deal with mental health issues. <laughs> That's why I just take care of them.
0: <laughs> I hear you. But, anyways. We'll see how that goes. I got, I got the Jags squeezing one out again. I got Jags. How are
1: they going to defend Travis Kelsey? That's my question. Outside put, of trying to get pressure, we using the superior Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker trying to get the Patrick Holmes. How y'all going? How y'all going to stop him?
0: Shadow him with the safety or put Devin Lloyd on him.
1: Devin Lloyd can cover tight ends.
0: Devin Lloyd's fast enough to cover tight end. Absolutely, he was running we, with Keenan we, Allen a couple plays last or, uh, we, last we gonna, weekend.
1: We're gonna find out, but dog, uh, we'll also see. I I here's here's why I give the Jaguars a really good shot. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson. hmm That's literally it. Doug Peterson is known for being an underdog.
0: Here's the thing, too. We're good this year. Excuse me. We're good this year. You know who we get next year? Calvin Really. Yes, sir. I remember. We're only gonna be better, but no, I got Jags by two.
1: Yep, you better bet that.
0: And we'll see. But anyways, Eagles Giants, who you got?
1: Eagles, Eagles. Um, Giants. I'm with are gonna, you. Giants are gonna put. Look, look. This game is gonna be close. I think Eagles winning by uh, by a game winning field goal. Um, actually, they win it by four. They get the stop that they need, and they uh, like they stop. Mm-hmm. The Giants, they stop the Giants. Um, right at the goal, right on the goal line.
0: I love on the goal line, but I divi- agree with you on the stop of the Giants. It's a
1: divisional game. I don't see no blowouts in divisional games. Mm-hmm. Even in the years where Seattle was bad and the Niners was good, and the Niners was bad and the Seattle, uh, and the Seahawks were good. I never pick I never pick blowouts.
0: It's a divisional playoff game. It's a
1: divisional playoff game. That thing is unpredictable. Yeah. The Giants are riding with a lot of confidence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Eagles, especially Jalen, especially my name hurts. He's coming, he's coming with a chip on his shoulder. His mm-hmm. already injured shoulder. Mm-hmm. He ain't he like he wants to show why he should have won MVP. Yep. He ain't gonna get it, but he's gonna remind him why he was in the conversation.
0: He's gonna ball out. I think he has a good game, but I, I'm with you. I take Eagles by four. Bills, Bengals. Who you got?
1: I pick. I'm picking the Bengals
0: on this one. I, I'm Bills the and Bill, the
1: Bills are missing Von Miller. Mm-hmm. They miss. They are missing Von Miller. They're missing that shutdown guy to be able to like be able to close games. They're missing him right now.
0: If the Josh play, Allen oh, looks sorry. a
1: little bit shaky on him. If he makes mm-hmm. mistakes. If he makes mistakes and turns the ball over against that team with mm-hmm. that offense, with those weapons, and that quarterback, he ain't winning that game.
0: Here's the thing: if the Bengals play like they did on Sunday, though, now it's a different I'll story.
1: St- I'll still get, I'll still get the Bengals. I'll still get the Bengals. I
0: take the, I'm taking the Bills by three. Um, we don't even have to say this one: Niners over the Cowboys, not, not niners. niners by a hundred. <laughs> Niners by hundred. Dallas isn't ready. I, Niners are winning this game. There's no way they don't. I mean, uh, I, think, put,
1: I think Dallas is going to play okay or good. Niners got to dominate. They got Niners they, are winning they, by they at least two scores. Fast.
0: They're winning by at least two scores. And ain't no way.
1: And ain't no way. Cowboy fans is going to outnumber mm-hmm. outnumber or be um, be more loud be more louder in Levi Stadium. Nah. First but, of all, it, we know what we know what the Niners fans. We know what the Niners fans, the Niners faithful, do on opposing teams. On opposing teams' fan basis. yes, sir. You not coming into Levi taking over that? Now no. again, look, I'm gonna see all stand. I can't stand the Niners when we're playing, but when we not playing, I got I got nothing but respect.
0: No, you got to respect it. I mean, like, look, Niners by two, Niners are easily up by two possessions. I think they're about ten or more easy. I see
1: like Debo. I see Debo going off in that
0: game. Debo's having fun.
1: Debo, he, he's having fun. George Kittle's having fun, and I'm trying to think. George Kittle was quiet last year when they played when they played him. Jimmy Garoppolo did not even play great in that game.
0: Nope.
1: Brock Purdy, he can ball.
0: Yep. I see Brock, him dominating. Brock Purdy's a dude. And our offensive
1: line looked better than it was last year.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's see, that's an offensive line that could stand up oh, against Micah Parsons, Van Rash, and all the other things. Here's people. one
1: more thing. Nick Bosa got hurt and uh, hurt in the first half and missed the rest of that game against the Cowboys last year.
0: Mm-hmm. He's back.
1: You don't think he's coming with
0: a chip on his shoulder or something? Uh, Like something redeemed? He's coming. But, hey, that's it on football. We'll see how it plays out. This game will actually be – or this podcast will be posted before the actual playoffs. So, next week we'll see how good our takes are. Um, Well, that's it for football. Jalen, I know we talked about this before the show. Let's step away from football for a minute. Let's get into some college basketball, man. You've been excited about this. What's going on? Oh, man,
1: man, man. It, 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 it is it is all well in semi good in T town right now. We are excited. Alabama is number on uh, like is the number fourth ranked team in the nation. We're number one in the SEC right now. Um, last two yesterday, uh, last Tuesday, um, the uh, the seventeenth, uh, we just went through one of the most the toughest, most emotional road games. Of the season, given the circumstances of that, and I'm not gonna go into detail with that one. Y'all just gonna to look that one up. Mm-hmm. But uh, given how the guys re, like you know rebound like uh, bounce back from that type of adversity to go into this game and dominate on the court, did slip up a little bit, but that's like that's understandable given the circumstances going into it. They dominated. They look good. Brand Miller looks like a top three draft pick. Uh, going into next season, he was sensational. He had his second straight 30-plus game. Um, Alabama looks amazing, man. And if nobody's really paid attention until, unlike college basketball, until March, look out for the Crimson Tide. Like this is this is a title-contending team uh, right now. We're competing for a uh, number one seed. I think we got. Uh, we're we're going to make the tournament regardless. There's no question in my mind. But I think even no matter what happens for the rest of the regular season or even like the conference tournament. Alabama should be a one seed, reg- uh, Alabama should be a one seed regardless. Because you look at the resume that they have. We beat, them, we beat the number one team in the country in Houston. We beat the number one team at the time, North Carolina. And North Carolina is going to bounce back and make us look even better. Mm-hmm. Um, we The only loss that we had was against Gonzaga, and that was tough. And uh, to UConn, UConn right now, uh, right, they lost today. But overall, they've been one of the top teams in the country. And with one of the top players. Alabama's been dominant, man. Um, we've had the last three games. Actually, we haven't gone through a single conference game where we didn't blow somebody out by double digits. And if nobody's paid attention, we beat the crap out of Kentucky.
0: Mm-hmm. And we
1: dominated LSU.
0: Yep. I don't know if y'all play my Gators yet, but we we have not been looking they, good this they year. They're
1: coming in the town. And i, I like, I got to work that game. When the when Florida comes to town and yeah, we got to deal with that seven three is that seven foot eight foot um like tall dude um uh, <laughs> and they played a and m tough tonight they lost, they came up short but like two points was, slow start yeah but like overall Florida Florida's gonna be a tough team I gotta work that game when they come into T town and then I'm heading straight to uh, no, I'm heading straight to Statesboro that on uh, um on uh, like later on uh, like later, later in the next day
0: who we got that day.
1: James Madison is coming in, um, coming in States Statesboro. That means Ooh. returning Coach Mark Byington. That's and right. Mind okay. you, Georgia Southern basketball is playing Georgia State this week, and I had to mm-hmm. make had to make, a, I had to make a, a business decision. I'm either going. I was going to Georgia State, or I'm going to see my old my old bosses. My old boss come back on uh, like come back uh, like to the place that he helped build.
0: You gotta see your old boss.
1: Gotta see my old boss. I was not missing that gap. Also, shout out to Georgia Southern; they're one of the top teams in that. Uh, Unlike some belt, really surprising a whole lot of people, they were picked. They were picked to be in the bottom tier in the Sun Belt. They're tied to number one in the Sun Belt. So, shout out to them; they've been doing a really good job. Coach Bird seems to be like finally getting a lot of things going um, in States world, making uh, like making me very proud of the program that I fell in love with, that I help that I helped watch just grow. With. Yeah, I mean, but overall, times are exciting. We still send prayers out to the family. Uh, family and the loved ones of uh, the victims. Um mm-hmm. real big real big press sent out and them um, like sent out to um to the former Alabama player. Um but right now us as Bama fans we're excited right now on just how dominant uh our basketball team looks right now. We've we've had we've already had about three sellouts this season and that's not even gonna that's not even close. We got I think we got six six or five more home games left. Most of, most, all of them going to be like sold out, especially when all of them comes to town. And we haven't played them
0: yet. Well, I do want to touch on one thing, too, before we sign off. No. Uh, so, uh, in Who Cares News, the Titans uh, have just signed their new GM. Uh, shout I like out.
1: That. I like that. We can do a uh, Who, ca- uh, who, who cares, cares News. Yes, let's who do that. Who Cares
0: News. Hey, if y'all, if y'all want to hear some Who Cares News on some of these I, topics, I, I, let I, I, us know. Okay.
1: Yeah, we can do a Who Cares because, like, Coach Brown, Deion Sanders, he already owns, like, the, the trademark. Ain't nobody care.
0: Mm-hmm. So we, we, we can do a Who Cares segment. and Who Cares segment, uh, Titans have signed a new uh, GM, Rand Carthin, uh, which I might have just butchered his name. Um, but, you know, again, we don't care about the Titans on the show, but it, it is good to see their new GM. And it's, you know, hey, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully the guy can get it together if, for every game but the Jaguars. <laughs> That's what I care about. We'll find out. Hey, we'll see. But anyways, you know, shout out to him. Happy for the guy. Um, now, speaking of shout outs since we're closing up the show, want to give a shout out as usual. If you want to if you want to get a shout out from us on the show, let us know. Uh, the easiest way to do that is to either shout us out on your show or form of social media. You can do that by tagging us in it or you can uh, give us a five-star review or comment or anything like that, retweets, whatever. Any retweets you know, shout outs on your own pages or whatever. And then comments are the ways that you get shout outs from us on the show. So if you want to hear your name, say, you do it. So people give us any who, shout outs? We got a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to give a shout out as always to uh, the wrestling world podcast, our boy, uh, Jim over a fan of the van, um, our guys, uh over at 1420 podcast love he, those guys
1: He, he gotta bring us on like that's where these we're giving these shout outs and not one time did we get invited to be on be on one of them shows especially the wrestling <laughs> because the Royal Rumble's coming up soon
0: we could probably reach out to them uh want to give a shout out to BSing Sports podcast and want to give a shout out to the Visit Vegas places podcast as well appreciate the love from you guys um you know always love interacting with you guys whenever we can on Twitter it's a fun time and you know, for, especially if you like those sports podcasts and you like the way we, or you know, you like how we sound, you like our kind of setup. Definitely check out those guys. Uh, they they do great jobs. If you like wrestling stuff, uh, Wrestling World Podcast is fantastic. Jim is hilarious over Fan of the Van, and the guys over Fourteen Twenty Podcast are hilarious as well. Very similar sense of humor. Uh, they're great dudes. So, but again, and BS in sports, you know, they're they're good guys as well. But anyways, and again, if you want to know anything Vegas, anything going on. Visit Vegas place is fantastic. There's the plugs for the show. We appreciate it. Love you guys. Um, and on that note, usual stuff housekeeping, all the fun stuff. Thank you guys for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. You know, this wouldn't be possible without you guys leaving your reviews, your retweets, your comments, all that fun stuff. We really do appreciate it. If you want to know anything more about the show or reach out to us in way, shape, or form, you can do that through the two forms of social media we're on, which is going to be Facebook. We're uh, two dudes of sports news on Facebook and then we are at TDSN pod on Twitter that's probably going to be the easiest way to reach us we're pretty active on that one um if you like the show tell everyone you know let us know reviews that's how you, you know that's how you move us up the charts and feed the algorithm gods we do appreciate the love there thank you thank you thank you as always and we will see you next time
1: peace